What's up, and welcome back to another edition of Major League Talk. I am your host, J.D. Johnson. Alongside me always is Dino. How are Dino you doing, Bambino. What's up, J.D.? Alongside us, uh, bringing him back uh, for a roll call out of the dugout, Brett DePalma. Roll call. Hey, glad to be back, boys. Uh, I, I believe I'm the first time second guest, so, you know, that's, uh, that's quite an honor. Oh, for sure. Can we, can we save this baseball? <laughs> yeah, yeah let me get that ball let me get that ball oh, episode man. 22 22 the emmett smith edition i also got another guy man fuck emmett smith <laughs> and fuck the next guy jacoby ellsbury the greatest Ooh. guy ever to wear 22 oh hey yes. i'm wearing i'm wearing 22 in summer baseball this year so you may have to edit that are you Yes, yeah, sir. For Flan Man. Flan. Shout, out, my, shout out Flan Man. Best 22. That was my, I've seen in my entire life. 100%. Flan, lefty, tall, change up, uh, roll me over curveball. Couldn't yep. hit it. Yep. Uh, that was 22, my hockey number. Ooh. Yep, just saying. A lot of twos. Twos are hot. Twos are hot. You know, before we move on with that, though, does anybody know what happened to Jacoby Ellsbury? I was going to ask Dean this before we started recording. Like, there's just been no – like, nobody says anything about him anymore. That's why I always say, like, he's, like, gone. He's, like, not um, – He didn't die? Uh, d- dude, like, I-, I think I'm at the point where, like – I think the Yankees are at this point, too. First of all, I've never seen him in the dugout. <laughs> so, like, I don't – at this point, I would get to the point where, like, I'm paying him to stay away. Uh, do you know, I just looked it up right now. You know the contract he signed? No, no, no. Don't even say it because I think we're eventually we're going to talk about best contracts and worst contracts of all time. And I don't want to give any spoilers, but he's on my fucking list. (laughs) That'll be one of them. (laughs) He's definitely on that top. (laughs) He's somewhere on there. But this is our poll podcast where we let you guys, the fans vote for what you want to hear. We put polls up on Twitter and Instagram with topic suggestions and let you guys vote if you're already not following us on social media. It's at JD with Sports on Twitter and at JD with Sports.co on Instagram. So follow us there if you haven't already. That way you get to vote for some of the upcoming uh, poll podcasts that we're going to have. But with that, Dean, take it away. Explain what the topics are today. Um, so because of the poll, the poll was tight this time, I think. I think we had best, rival, uh, best sports rivalries on there. And um, the ones that, that late sleepers, late in the day – uh, the the mm-hmm. most badass deaths in movie history and the saddest deaths in movie history overtook the one and two spot. Um, and best rivalries in sports was a close second by one or two votes. I think it was one. So hang tight on that one. That one is will be addressed here soon. But the way that we're going to do this, just like we normally do, um, we're going first off, we're going most badass death in a movie from three to two to one. Um, I'll go first. Jedi will go second. De Palma will go third. We don't have, yeah, we don't have Jim bone with us this time. Boom. Yeah. Stuck uh, in traffic. Yeah. Stuck in traffic. (laughs) Guy travels more than fucking Carmen San Diego. So, um, actually though, yeah, no, I get a hundred percent. So, like the, the, 
the last three podcasts, I think he's been in three different states while we recorded. I'm not. That's an actual fact. <laughs> yeah, and let's no, let's flush in the toilet was the funniest shit I've ever heard. Mid flow, mid pod, <laughs> like just <laughs> unbelievable. Um, all right, so let's get this rolling. I'll I'll go first for my number three, and you know, for me, it's a slam dunk. Maximus Desmus Meridius from Gladiator, <laughs> Russell Crowe. Um, now I contemplated, you know, where, where does this fall? Is it a sad death? Is it a badass death? I put it in badass death because, you know, he only had one more thing to do. He, he said, I only have one more life to take. Um, he was battled and bruised already. He kills the dude in front of the entire Coliseum. He finally takes, takes ownership of Rome and he gives it to all the people that Marcus Aurelius wanted to have it. Um, it's back to the way he wanted it. He back to the way he wanted it. You know, like it's just for me. I, I got to put it in badass. And and if and if we're rating movies, which we will eventually, you know, I might be a little biased because I think it is the greatest movie ever. And just to let you know, they are coming out with a sequel to it. What? No. They are coming out with a sequel to it. It was confirmed. It's being done by Ridley Scott. It is following. Same director. Okay. Same director. Same director. It, it, music's also going to be done by Hans Zimmer. It's going to follow uh, the life of Lucius. Oh, my God. So inter- in- interesting be- to see. I wonder if he becomes emperor. Yeah, and I'm interested to see how it works because I don't know. You know, like I, part of me is scared for it because a lot of these movies you don't want to touch. Right. But like you said, that's one of the best ones ever. Like that's an amazing movie. Yeah. I think Ridley Scott said he didn't want to do it unless the script was that good. Was worth it. Yeah. You know, so there's promise there, but the expectations are, you know, if you're not delivering at least a 7.8 on IMDb, you screwed something up. (laughs) Just get out of here. That's my number three. Not to get off topic, but I've also heard some rumors that uh, the Goonies maybe put a little something for Goonies too. Are they? Yeah, it's not confirmed, but a lot of talk. You hearing some whispers? On. Yeah, Sean Astin uh, said it in like an interview I saw like a couple <laughs> months ago, actually. So that'd be pretty cool too. But yeah, but my third pick is Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger sacrificing himself. <laughs> In Terminator 2, Judgment Day, just <laughs> absolutely just like sinking into hot lava with that straight face. Yeah. I will be back. Like, <laughs> amazing. Like, you talk I'm about just like away. crazy. Like, I mean, just no face, just burning to death. I mean, that's the way to go. That's the way to go. I hate Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. I knew that was coming because oh, I wasn't saying anything. <laughs> I, I mean, like, what, how can you hate the governor, bro? Dude, I uh, that I mean that all that that definitely influenced my decision. Well, because uh, the people of California are stupid and elected an actor as their governor. And if you're and if you're listening and you're from Col- California, it's no <laughs> shot at you. It's the majority. <laughs> it's it's majority of the people who ever voted. If you didn't vote that way, we apologize. If you did vote that way, I I, I would love to have you on as a guest to figure <laughs> out what the fuck you were thinking. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it's just whatever. I I just like look. He's he's like. It's he's like Stallone, you know what I mean? Like if Stallone didn't have Rocky or Rambo, like he's a one way, he's just a one way, he's a one way actor. Dino, how can you say that? If what would Babe Ruth be if he didn't have the Yankees? 
Well, I don't know. I, I mean, I mean that's. I that's guess what he, you put it like that. Knows, you know. Yeah. No, I hear you. I just, you know, I, I want to go see a, like I want to go see a good movie. Right. No, I feel you. You know, and, and it's. I think he was in that escape plan. Who was it? Stallone and Schwarzenegger. Is that who it was? <laughs> I didn't see that one. It was. I mean, top, I could go with John Madden right now. I mean, it was top five worst movies ever. You know? No. But, yeah. D. Paul, what's your third? All right. I'm going with Dino mentioned his one of his favorite movies of all time. And I think this one stacks up right against it. I'm going Captain John H. Miller, played by Tom Hanks, saving Private Ryan. Mm. The entire movie is amazing. Um, I remember when it came out way back when hearing uh, or excuse me, reading articles about D-Day veterans who are actually watching that movie and literally breaking down in tears with how accurate uh, that first D-Day scene is. That first 20 minutes of that movie is I'm pretty sure they don't even say a word for the first 10 or 15. Uh, They're just going through the battle. Um, I mean, it's heartbreakingly accurate, man. Uh, I couldn't even imagine what those dudes went through on D-Day and those couple days after. Um, throughout the movie, I mean, he's risked, he risked his life so many times, uh, even trying to find Private Ryan. Uh, he finally finds James Francis Ryan, and, you know, he gives his life to him at the end to save him. Um, I think the coolest part of that is, you know, he's shooting his pistol. If you guys have ever seen it, he's shooting his pistol at that Panzer tank. And, you know, he's taking, you know, one shot, two shot, three shots, four. And then it finally blows up. And, you know, you see the plane come over and, and you know, they end up saving the allies. But uh, I think the biggest thing from that takeaway is what he says to uh, to Matt Damon there. And it's earn it. I mean, that's one of the most badass, you know, two words I've ever seen in a movie. You know, it's funny. I didn't watch it. I, I think I told you this earlier. I, I watched that movie for the first time a few weeks ago um, at like – I think it started at 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh, dude. That's like a three-hour movie and you better you know strap it on. Oh, it was strapped up, dude. I <laughs> – at like 4.15, I was like oh. sitting there contemplating what I just watched. Um, and, and, it was, and, and the greatest thing about it was I knew nothing about it. So I didn't even know who Private right. Ryan was. Oh my god! <laughs> so it just like going it, in and seeing Damon, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, it's like Interstellar. You know what I mean? Like right. Damon, just like you, just like <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah, like you sneeze, and there's there's Matt Damon. You know, <laughs> causing people to die. You know, fucking Damon. <laughs> so, All right, Dino, who you got for two? Um, number two is James Jim Coughlin from the town. Is he a Jim? Is he a Jim? Uh, he's both actually, um, the, the shootout and he tells Affleck, like, look, we get, if we get pinched, taken down Fenway pack, we're going to hold court in the street and he holds true to his, his statement. He's pinned down behind a, uh, mailbox and the greatest, I honestly, it's one of the greatest cinematic moments I've ever seen is he bends over and there's a Coke sitting on the floor. And when he takes that last sip of Coke, his eyes get so big. You're right. And he goes out there and he knows with, what's going to happen at that point. Yeah, he's got no more bull and he's got no more bullets in the guns. Doesn't he's even not have, going away to federal prison for you know 50, 60 years. Yeah, he's got he's literally none in the chamber and comes out knowing 
hey, this is it. And the worst part about it is, you know, Affleck's sitting there watching. Yep. But probably, you know, just one of the most badass deaths, whether it's TV or movie history, uh, just sacrificing himself because of his his morals of I'm not going back. No, I love that pick. Yeah, I haven't watched that movie. I told you that before. I got to put that on my list to watch. Jedi, holy yeah, like, man, that's yeah. a classic, man. After new and like, you know, you say something new and it's a classic, but holy shit, man, that's a great movie. After we're done, you should pop that on. Maybe not yeah, at sure. 1 a.m. like Dean watching Saving Private Ryan, but you know that's a good flick. Yeah, for sure. But I would give that a shot. Jedi, what's your two? My number two is Anakin Skywalker in mm. Star Wars Revenge <laughs> of the Sith. Oh my god, I love it. Another guy just getting burned with lava, but I mean I don't know if I just <laughs> he got I don't a know lava if I'm a man. yeah. I don't know if I'm a fan of lava or what, but just like I mean, just like the fight of just like you were my brother, Anakin, and then he sw- and he goes, "Don't try it," and Obi Wan just freaking snaps off his legs with the lightsaber. It's amazing. I think it's you know, one of the best the scenes. In- you were the chosen one, Anakin. <laughs> I hate you. I have uh, the higher ground. Uh, don't you try. Underest- it. You underestimate me. <laughs> you know, I, I'm uh, once again another actor that like sucks, but is so good. The you only know? other movie he was good in was Jumper. Hundred percent agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly couldn't tell you another movie he was in, but you know the, that I guess it's the second and third uh, or episodes two and three, and then Jumper. Like, yeah, I don't know what else he's in. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know either. But the the death of Anakin Skywalker, the birth of Darth Vader. Yes. That, that's 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 a great. A gr- I can't even emphasize like like Frosted Flakes. Great <laughs> pick. Yeah, I, I love that movie. I honestly think it's it's one of the best fight scenes I think I've ever seen in any movie I've ever watched. Like I, I like just watching that scene of them fighting for like what fifteen minutes. Like, I just love, love it. Scene. Yeah, I love that scene. What's your second pick? Hold on. Isn't that scene going back and forth between them and someone else? No, it's with Prince. I mean, Princess Padme's. uh, Okay, that's that. Yeah, they show her in labor, and then then I think whenever uh, old Anakin kind of becomes Darth Vader, it's whenever the kids are born, I believe. Okay. Yeah, he chokes Padme, and she falls on the ground, and then. Obi-Wan, that's when they start fighting. Then Obi-Wan chops off his legs. He says, you don't deserve this. Takes his lightsaber. Oh, you don't deserve this. Oh, dude, that's what gets you, dude. That little line right there, man. Yeah, he takes the lightsaber. And then, uh, geez, I'm going blank with the guy's mind. What's what's the evil? What's the um, Palpatine? The Sith. The Sith. Yeah, Yeah, Palpatine. Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah, the Sith. He comes and gets the... Yeah, he comes and gets him. He's like, he's still alive. Yep. And then Darth Vader's born. But that's my second pick. Love that movie. I really do. I'm a big Star Wars guy. Great movie. I would honestly say that's up there with the top. I would say that's my second favorite Star Wars movie of all of the ones that have come out so far. I know those first sets of, uh, you know, episodes one, two, and three get a lot of shit for it. Episode one, you know, wasn't so good. Episode two kind of, uh, but episode three stands up against every other episode, in my opinion. What's your number one? Dude, you know, 
I don't want to be so cliche with it, but Empire Strikes Back, dude. Like, I just remember watching that so many times. It's like everything looks like it's going wrong for the Rebellion. But, you know, you finish episode two and you get into, you know, the third one. Oh, my God. It's just amazing. Or I guess there, episode six. Excuse me. There's there's nothing better. There's two. Oh, my God. I'm not, I'm not going to try and waste much time on this. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a good topic, though. Sith is number three for me. Yeah. Uh, Rogue One is two. Um, wow. One is Empire Strikes Back for two reasons. One, the battle on Hoth is it's badass. So- and I mean, that's how they start the that's how they start the entire movie is that whole battle at Hoth and then fucking you know Darth Vader coming into that camp. Oh my god, it's amazing. Yeah, there's there's nothing better than and if we're gonna do the, the greatest eventually we're gonna do the greatest lines in movie history and it's <laughs> it's Princess Leia looking at Han Solo. I love you. I love you. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> which, which by the way was not in the script. He added really? that, and that's amazing. That's ad lib, dude. It be, uh, yeah, I, dude, I read something about that, and I think Harrison Ford came out and said because that's what Han would say is where yeah. this, is it came from. So badass, dude. Dude, about to get yeah frozen in ice, and he says, "I know." What a G. I yeah. gotta say, mine's probably Return of the Jedi. I like the Ewoks and all that. I love that Luke Skywalker's the green lightsaber like that. I don't know why that was just so, so iconic in my childhood. Yeah, the, green lightsaber. The, the the Boba Fett, the the whole um, um, yeah, Jabba, Jabba the, the whole Jabba, oh, yeah. that entire process. I think it, I think it starts right there. You know, Leia's strapped up like oh, that. Ooh, do start there, yeah. Yeah, that that first thirty five minutes of that movie is spectacular. Fantastic. Yep. You know that might be my four. Um, it's a but the, I loved Rogue One. And Sith was, I mean, the execute order 66 where they're killing all the Jedis. Um, that's where you first see Yoda really go badass and backflip over. And, yep. Yep. You know, like that's, that's why, but I, that's what I thought was the back and forth. I thought he was fighting Palpatine while um, Anakin and, and Obi-Wan were fighting, but I could be wrong on my timeline. Yeah, I can't remember the exact specifics of it, but I do remember those going on simultaneously. I feel like those were kind of, you know, like ultimate kind of things in the in the episode. Yeah, I'd have to go back and watch it, which could be tonight. Um, Speaking of another movie you should watch, Dino, I'm going with my number two. Sonny Corleone, played by the James Caan in The Godfather. Haven't seen the Godfather trilogies. You need to reevaluate your life. I will say the third one, eh, but the first and second carried the third one across the finish line. Sonny Corleone, the hothead of the family, you know, he takes over after uh, his his dad, Vito Corleone, the failed assassination attempt. So the way it goes down is his piece of shit brother-in-law, Carlo, beats his sister, beats Sonny's sister. And Sonny, you know, while his dad's rehabbing in the hospital, doesn't want to have anything to do with it. He's going and he's going to go kill the dude who did that to him. So as he's driving in there, he gets stopped at a toll booth. You know, everyone hates toll booths. The the car stops in front of him. The toll booth attendant slams the door. And about 12 dudes with machine guns, with Tommy machine guns, come out and just start blasting his car up. Sonny takes about 
50 bullets this whole time. He's just wearing them in the car. He gets out of the car. He takes even more bullets. And then when he's finally down, they put even more bullets into him. If that doesn't happen, we don't get Michael Corleone, the godfather of the family happening. That's easily one of my favorite, most badass movie deaths right there. Yeah, I mean, I got to co-sign that. If if you have not seen The Godfather, um, I I don't I don't know what you're like. If you're like well, a person what out there doing? that's like, what do you do? Yeah, like I mean, if you're a person out there that has like <laughs> seen like you know Casino and Goodfellas yep. and all that, Goodfellas, like, yep. You know, like I I and Donnie Brasco, like I I a Carlito's way. That's fine, yep. but but you got to go back to the the origin of these movies and and really dive deep into Godfather and it's not just watch it and be like oh yeah it was a good movie no like pay attention to every detail follow every character in, invest in the relationships and it's it's probably my third favorite movie of all time and I still like the second one better the second uh, one with De Niro playing you know Vito a young Vito I mean you get what happened in the first one, but you get the, you know, the prequel going on. I, I have to agree with you there. I think the second one is, you know, top five movie of all time, in my opinion. Completely agree. But R.I.P. Santino. Oh, Santino. Santino. Um, I, you know, I think we're going back to you for one. Yeah, I, I'm segueing into get, and I mean, you did a perfect segue of the gangster films. I'm going with Antonio Mang, Tony Montana, <laughs> uh, Pacino in Scarface. Oh, that's so good. You know, um, there's, there's, when you're talking about iconic lines, say hello to my little friend. You know, know, I, and and he, and he, mound of Coke on the table. Mound of Coke on the table. His sister just died. He's talking to her. With an AK. Um, Yeah, after killing his best friend and, and her husband. Um, which, by the way, if you haven't seen Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul, um, his his boy Manny is Don Eladio in Breaking Bad and in Whoa. Better Call Saul. Yeah, that's a yeah. fun fact for Holy you. Holy shit. Um, yeah, he is. Yeah, so, you know, that, that's got to be the most badass. And, and you know, it, it's kind of shitty because he gets shot in the back. Yeah. By the by, the guy that doesn't say anything, he's like the the fucking guy in Willy Wonka that's following all the kids, um, <laughs> just like massive creeper. What plus. a correlation! Willy Wonka and the Scarface. Never thought I'd see it happen. Yeah, I mean Slugworth. I think his name was <laughs> Slugworth. Like, for any guy named Slugworth is not trustworthy. Kind of like Wade. You're fucking Wades, bro. The only Wade I can think of that I trust is Wade Watts from uh, Ready Player One. <laughs> But like Wade Phillips, fuck no. Um, what about Wade Caparzo? Wade Boggs, maybe. Maybe. Um, D Wade, does that count? Don't know. I mean, he is Wade. Facts. Um, yeah, a little off topic, dude. The ADHD is so real. Um, <laughs> Jedi, what's your number one? Oh. I mean, I had, the, I had the same pick as you, Dean. I mean, that's what you said it best. That's the most iconic line ever. I mean, if you don't like everybody knows that iconic line where that movie what movie that's from. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, like everybody knows it's Scarface. Um I'm trying to think what the brothers' names are. Um Ah damn, I can't think. When he says those brothers, he goes, I buried those cockroaches. <laughs> you know? Is that the worst Cuban accent you've ever heard? 
Fuck off. Me? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying you. I'm saying oh. I'm saying Pacino in that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he sold. I I like his accent when she goes like, "You're fresh off the banana boat." He's like, "Banana boat." You know, like I was sold on that. So I don't think it's that bad. I'll give I'll give him banana boat. <laughs> Yeah, uh, have you ever been on a banana boat? It's a shitty time, dude. <laughs> shitty time. Uh, Jedi, so you're you're piggybacking off me for Antonio Montana. Uh, Deepaw, what's your one? All right, I think everyone's going to like this one. You may not know his name, but once I describe it, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. Russell Case, Independence Day. Randy Quaid. Yes. And I'm just going to, I'm going to give you two quotes. All right, right here. All right, you alien assholes in the words of my generation up yours. (laughs) So this dude's flying up in the middle of the the space beam. That's about to blow up area 51 in in Nevada. And then he gives him a hello boys. I'm back. I mean, (laughs) is that fucking cousin Eddie? (laughs) <laughs> it is. It's my cousin. <laughs> it's exactly who it is. Uh, and the fact that he did that after, like, I feel like Randy Quaid was known for one thing and one thing only. And then for him to come back and, to, you know, have such an iconic role in a great movie, man. I mean, you want to talk about blockbusters. I feel like that thing came out in like the mid 90s and that had great graphics. Will Smith was in there shooting down aliens and shit, uh, you know. Russell Case literally saved all of mankind with the sacrifice. You know, everyone's portraying him as this crazy, you know, dude who got abducted by aliens and whatnot. But you know what? You know, and when it comes down to it, everyone's going to think about Will Smith and whatnot. But you know what? Russell Case saved all of mankind with that. Uh, I got to go with my dude Russell there with uh, the most badass movie death. I'd love to have a one-liner like that broadcasted across all the airwaves to, and then, you know, go out like that. For sure. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> he unclips his oxygen thing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. That's... I think his missile malfunctioned too. I think he like, I think he was supposed to just shoot a missile, but then, you know, the missile goes out, which makes it even more badass. You know, he's supposed to shoot a missile, but you know, the missile didn't work. So, you know, he took it on his own hands. Why shoot a missile when you can just cram the whole ship up that space? <laughs> that, I love that alien's ass. <laughs> right up the ace. Right up the ace. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's our list for most badass deaths. That's Hold our. On. We got we got one more. We got one more. Have to mention Jimmy's. Oh, okay, my uh, bad. I got about uh, Bone. Go ahead, Jimmy J- Bone. Jimmy, I, Jimmy told me he was going to say this. I, I'm I'm pretty sure, and he is a big superhero guy. I'm pretty sure. But if you have not seen Avengers Endgame, skip the next ten seconds. Ooh. And if you have spoiler you alert, not, spoiler yeah, alert. If you haven't, what are you doing with your life? It's been like what three months? Like, if you haven't seen it, like, geez, like, find some time to watch the movie. Jedi, for two hours. Jedi, yeah. haven't seen it, but I know what happens. <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> haven't, se- haven't seen it, but I, dude, I, literally the first like, I swear to God, like the first like night after that movie came out, I saw it on Twitter the next day, and I was like, you got to be shitting me, man. Like. I've been wanting to see this movie and like with the, like I wake wake up and I check Twitter and the first thing I see is about freaking what you're about to say. Yeah, spoiler. Well, it's a, it's incredible. It really is. I mean, there's multiple people that die in it, but like this was just obviously the most iconic one. I'm about to say it. So skip it if you are. I'm gonna say it. Tony Stark, Iron Man's death, Ooh. a Thanos snap, 
I am Iron Man. You talk about iconic lines. I'm saying this for Jimmy. It's absolutely incredible. You know, the I am what is it? What does Thanos say? How can I forget this? I am what? He says, I am uh does he say I am invincible? And then he goes, I am Iron Man. He snaps his fingers. I mean, it's wait, it's so incredible. Thanos says I am Iron Man? No. Tony okay. Stark okay. says I am I Thanos says I am invincible or something like that. And then Iron Man steals Oh. The, the gems and he goes well i am iron man and snaps his fingers and tony's and tony stark dies and it's Dude. just incredible oh my God. yeah like i've never heard music, of that he dies music, i didn't know everything. how it happens oh my god i don't know if i've ever heard a movie theater as silent as i did that night and it made and it makes sense Deepaw, if you haven't seen it yet because if that got ruined for me day one and i what's the point in, in rushing to the theater to see it right. I'm just going to wait for it to come out on Netflix or something. Yeah. I mean, it, I've, f- first of all, can I address something real quick? Please. Um, there are two things I hate in life. Did I talk about this before on a podcast? You haven't said it yet, so I don't know. <laughs> about clapping in a movie theater? Oh, it's the worst. Did that I say is that? so acceptable <laughs> when Tony Stark dies. Everybody went nuts. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Get like like, like, like the direct. I was one of the guys that was like when he goes, "I am Iron Man." Everybody was like, "Yeah, yeah." And then he snapped his fingers, and everybody went nuts. It was Dude, like I loved not, it. Uh, let me let me snap everyone back to reality. Okay, <laughs> you're not in the academy. Okay, there is no clapping in a movie theater. Okay, because because here's the reality of the situation. There's a majority of people who are sitting in the movie theater that are trying to hear the next fucking line. <laughs> and you would be in that majority, correct? Yeah, 100%. And, I, and I'm the guy that says, stop clapping. Okay? And it's the same people who clap when the airplane lands. Like, here's, here's the reality. Here's the reality. I think that's that, work, honestly. Dude, that, that's, that's the captain's job. No one claps when I'm done teaching a bunch of kids every 45 <laughs> minutes. Okay? Like, that, that's his job. Dino, I just got done reconciling some accounts. I want a, a round of applause for me. That's what I'm saying. It's like, oh, I just finished this. I just finished John Doe's taxes. <laughs> no one's clapping. You know, it's bullshit, man. It's bullshit. Yeah, but Jimmy, that was for you. If you're on your drive to your hotel, wherever you are, maybe your drive all the way back from wherever you are, not going to say your location, but yep. <laughs> it's time for facts of the pod though. Saw this. It blew my mind. Uh, not a baseball fact today, but it's a sports fact. You guys already read it. If Michael Phelps were a country, he'd rank number 35 on the all time Olympic gold medal list <laughs> and be ahead of 97 nations. That's outstanding. Yeah. That's, imp- that's impressive for a pothead that swims. <laughs> Dude, could you imagine – what do you think Phelps is doing at the Olympic Village? Do you think he's like taking a bong rip and then going out and swimming 100 meters or something? Has to. 100%. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's, that's like a pregame ritual. Like what's his name? Used to like – I forget what Yankee it was. He used to smoke like a pack of cigarettes a game. Like, <laughs> like he's just ripping bong before his swim meets. Uh, I heard uh, – I don't know how founded this is at all, but I heard Chase Utley – of the fills when he was the fills he used to just rip heaters in the dugout all the time. I mean, that's amazing. Just ripping heaters, bro. I mean, he looks that way, dude. His hair was Doesn't slicked he? back so bad that like he was probably sweating just straight nicotine. <laughs> all right. So 
Jed, I hope, you know, I'm going to go a little off topic here and I hope you don't mind. So I don't know why I was watching. I, I caught on to some YouTube videos about Bush League plays and it was his slide when he was with the Dodgers against the Mets. Is that not the most Bush League slide you've ever seen in your entire life? That thing got me so heated seeing it. He's late. He's to the side. I know you want to break up a double play, but dude literally took out his knee. I can't remember the dude from the Mets name, but oh my God, that thing got Ruben me. Ruben Ruben Tejada, dude, like, oh, my God, that thing, I think that was in the NLCS, too. Like, that was a big was. game, and I understand you want to take out a guy, but that was almost like assault, man. Like, that was so far. I feel like that was such a Bush League play, man. Snapped uh, his leg. It did. Yeah, he broke his yeah, leg on broke it. He's his like, leg. it's not even close, man. It's it, – it's un- – because like here's the thing, like the, the rule change is 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 different because like you used to just be able to be like an arm's length away. Now now they make you go straight into the bag, um, and and I get it, but tell me, De Palma, there was never a time where you, where you slid a little dirty. All right, I'll give you this: if I was 100% aligned with the like within reach rule. And there had been times, and Dino had been on my team with this too, where I'd taken out double plays and I was within an arm reach, but I never did it that dirty. Like when you go in there, you know there's going to be contact and you know what's up. Like if you go in spikes up, you know what you're trying to do. If you're going in there just hard to the bag, I get it. Like if you're close, but I mean, man, he's like past the bag already sliding. He's like three bag lengths away from the bag. I understand it's a playoff game and you want to, you know, get that out or uh, take away that double play ball. But holy shit, man, like you're taking away a dude's livelihood. I personally, Dino, I'm not saying I've never been involved in any, you know, close plays, you know, any altercations like that. But I think that's that's just crossing the line, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think I would have to go back and and check the tape. You know, let's check the tape. Um I feel like if you go into the bag, you're fine. And if it's the second baseman or the shortstop's fault, if you're on the bag or very close to the bag, that's fair game. But the way he went about it, yeah, just not my cup of tea. Yeah, I'll check the tape. Yeah, let's check tape, bro. Check the tape. Yeah, but now for other baseball news that's happened. Uh, yesterday, I believe, Chris Davis got into a little bit of a fight. Uh, obviously he's having a pretty bad season. I mean, he got a little heated in the dugout yesterday with his manager, Brian, uh, Brandon Hyde of the, of the Baltimore Orioles. You can't speak. Um, and he needed to be pushed back by Mark Trumbone, who I didn't even know still played. I thought he retired. <laughs> I, yeah, like, yeah. I haven't seen him in maybe three years. <laughs> Is, do you know what started it? No, I didn't or hear anything about something it. Something he said. Orioles manager turned to him and goes, I don't know why we're paying you. You fucking blow. No way. Wow. No, I just made that up, but it's got to be something oh, along those 100% <laughs> see that being what something along those lines. It's got to be something along those lines because let me tell you something, he fucking blows. Yeah. Dude, but, I think um, I watched that, I watched that about 15 times trying to see an angle where the uh the manager said something and I I couldn't see anything about it. They're obviously keeping it inside the clubhouse. There's been no reports about anything about what he actually said. But it 100% had to be about his contract and his performance the past two years because dude's got the worst contract in baseball. By far. Easily. In other news, uh, if they're building it and they're coming, those another iconic words again, if you build it, they'll come, field of dreams. Major League Baseball announced that the New York Yankees and the Chicago White Sox will play in heaven in Iowa at the actual set 
where the amazing baseball movie Field of Dreams was shot starring Kevin Costner and James Earl Jones. They were absolutely outstanding in that movie, and they'll play the game on August 13th, 2020, next year. My question for both of you, is this one of the base, not one of, where does this rank in best baseball films of all time? Do you know you want this? This is two two for me. Moonlight Graham. You saw it. Um, (laughs) Ah, it might be one for me. Yeah, I go back and forth with a few. There's no way that it's not top three. It might be one for me. 100% top three. I'm going, dude, it's not, it's like a mix between a baseball movie and a love story. And every time I see this movie on, I'm not kidding. I fast forward through all the the lovey-dovey bullshit. For the love of the game, man, Kevin Costner, he's throwing a perfect game in his last fucking start with the Detroit Tigers. I believe it's at Yankee Stadium. Oh, no less. But that movie, oh my, like, it's like a three hour movie and it's probably like an hour and a half, two hours worth of, you know, uh, you know, romantic bullshit. But oh my God, those baseball scenes in there, I would put, you know, you know, that half of movie of just baseball as my number one. Honestly, that, that's an amazing movie. I go back and forth with this one and I really love the Bad News Bears, the original one. <laughs> I love so that good. movie. So good, Jack. <laughs> That is the best storyline I think you could have for a baseball movie. Just like a bunch of kids going to like a rec ball, like a little a little league, and just like absolutely sucking and finding just a way to like win. Like I just love that with like some like coach that's always drunk. Like <laughs> I love that. I love it. I mean, natural uh, got it. Natural got to be in there in the top three, right? Natural has to be. Got to be, man. Next question. Do you like the idea of them using this? I'll go first. I don't really like it. I don't really know a lot about it. But if they're going to start building onto the ground of where the Field of Dreams field actually is and they're going to like build around it and make a stadium, I'm going to really hate the idea because I say you leave it alone. It's such like an iconic piece in like movie history. I'm a big guy like that. I love going to see like where movies were shot. I love the behind the scenes stuff. And if they're going to go out and ruin it and like, you know, go put like turf instead of the actual grass that's there, I'm going to be really mad as just like a fan of baseball and a fan of the movie. Depends what you're. So first of all, I'm a huge fan of what they're doing. Um, Second of all, if, if, but if they, if they turn it into a stadium, it's going to be a problem. Yeah. You know, I'm a fan of problem. Yeah. I'm a fan of going to play there. You know, I'm a fan of selling tickets. You know, I'm a, I'm a fan of putting like old school, you know, little league bleachers the whole way down, selling limited tickets for a ridiculous amount of money. But I'm not a fan of actually building a stadium. If they keep it authentic, awesome. No, Dino, I, I couldn't agree more with you on that. Um, I think I and I hope Major League Baseball, they do that. uh it's right around when uh, the Little League World Series over here in Williamsport in PA, when they do that, they'll do uh, a game. I think it's like a single way affiliate of, of some club, you know, in the in the stadium seats, like 3000 people or something like that. I hope they do something like that 
there in Iowa, maybe even less, like do like a thousand people. Like, I think it would be so great to just be able to keep like how that game was actually played. I say, don't even put bleachers up. I think there should be corn in the outfield as the outfield fence. If it goes into the corn, it's a home run or, you know, bounces in there. It's a ground rule double. Uh, I, I really like the idea of it. And yeah, uh, kind of what Jedi saying, I, I hope, uh, they don't mess it up too much. Jesus yeah, next Christ. podcast. Tackle! How do you give up a punt return? <laughs> Did I not call? Preseason! Did I not say that was going to happen in the middle of the podcast? Oh, that's... I, I <laughs> There's <called> Dino. <laughs> I gotta, first of all, I get it. It's preseason. What are you getting pissed for? But I can't watch. You've watched a lot of uh, of bad skin football. It's, uh, how hard is it? There's <laughs> ten guys on the fucking field. Half of them are running backwards on a punt. <laughs> Hit the guy. <laughs> He's the only guy running forward. God. But before we get before we get into now the saddest deaths in movies, tune in next podcast. We're going to talk about Boba Shet just being absolutely legit in the Mets hot little streak they have going, but. Now it's time to get into the sad, the saddest deaths in movies of all time. It's going to be going the same way that Dean explained it before. Dean, start us off. All right, this is tough for me because I, I had to eliminate one. I'm just going to throw it out there anyway. Number four for me was Leonardo, a.k.a. Jack <laughs> Dawson from Titanic. Um, I had to. It, it's my honorable mention, if not number one, but... You know, I, I, it's not number one. It's probably number three. But I, I, regardless, Simon Birch, okay? <laughs> Simon Birch is a movie that came out in 1998. Those of you that know nothing about it. Never heard of it. Okay. It was played by a guy named Michael Ian Smith who was born a midget. Okay. His max height was three foot one. <laughs> He plays a kid in the movie, and long story short, he ends up saving all of his classmates from drowning. And it was in a, like a frozen pond or river or something like that, and the bus was sinking, and he ends up getting ridiculous hypothermia and ends up dying from it. But he says goodbye to his best friend. Mm. And and says like, okay, I have to go now, oh, and he dies oh, right there. It's it's the saddest fucking movie <laughs> I have seen. Honestly, don't know if I want to see it just so I don't have to watch that scene. It, it, look, it, best bet is watch it alone <laughs> and just and just call me, right, dude. You know, like it's it's how I felt when I watched I Am Sam with Sean Penn. Oh. You know, like you watch it alone, you cry your fucking eyes yeah. out, you know, and, and most guys don't have tissues. So you end up changing your shirt like halfway that's, through. Yeah, that's, that's an alone movie. Yeah. So Simon Birch, look into it. 1998. Michael Ian Smith, I think his name is. Tiajeka. Um, <laughs> Just a, a true Tiajeka, huh? Yeah, it's, I'll tell you. Point on your hat strings. Oh, I'm sorry. Ian Michael Smith. Ian Michael Smith. My apologies. That's the actor. What'd you say? What'd you say to start? Uh, Michael Ian Smith. Okay. All right. Ian Michael Smith. That's my number three. Jedi, what's your number three? 
I don't know if you guys have seen it. I watched it once, never watched it again because it was so sad. Um, I love dogs. Marley and Me might be one of the saddest movies ever. Uh-huh. When the dog at the end dies after just like being around all those years. I What's his name? Is the vo- Who's the voice of Lightning McQueen? He's also in uh, Night at the Museum. I, I uh, who what who has ever seen Night at the Museum? I've seen Night at the. He's Museum. also in. Didn't tell you who it was. Let me look it up. He might even be. Ben Stiller. Jake, no, no. That was the my guess. Cowboy. The cowboy. Oh, Owen anyway, Wilson. He's, yeah, yeah, Owen Wilson. Wow. He's the main guy in it, and you know he just he gets the they show the dog as a puppy, and it's just like throughout the years, and he, she, I think it's a girl. She finally grows up, and. It just gets sick. It dies. The kids are all upset. They bury it. And it was just like this playful dog. And I don't know. It's really sad. It was one of the saddest movies I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I've never seen it because of that reason. I, I knew I knew Marley died and I didn't want to see it. No. I mean, I saw it also when I was like nine years old. Like, geez. Oh, my God. <laughs> Introducing you to life lessons right away, Jedi. I know. <laughs> well, never birds- seen it since. We're talking birds and the bees? No, we're talking Marley and me. <laughs> D. Paul, what's your three? All right. So my third one is something that could be going in the badass section. But the way I view it, I think it's sad as shit. William Wallace by Mel Gibson and Braveheart. Um, the dude's a complete badass the entire movie. So let's just get that out of the way. Uh, he literally led a rebellion against England, the most powerful country at the time. Like that's just crazy. But the reason why he did it is what gets me. Um, I'm married and I've been married for about three years. And the thing that sets William Wallace off is his wife gets killed. And that's just absolutely horrible to see. Um, you know, if that happened to my wife, I'm starting a fucking rebellion against England too. So, I mean, that thing just like gets you going, dude. And then, you know, the way it ends too, he leads this entire rebellion. He, he, you know, gets freedom for the entire country. And the way at the end, when he's just getting tortured and the only thing he can think about is freedom. And he just yells, uh, yells out that one big belt of freedom. It gives me chills every single time. Um, I can attest to your, start a rebellion for your wife. I think we did that in a baseball game one time. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Told that fat ass to eat a cheeseburger. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm not even going to name drop him. But uh, yeah, I, I've yeah. seen bits and pieces of Braveheart. Uh, there was people who would debate what's better, Braveheart or Gladiator. And I was so hell bent that Braveheart doesn't come close. So I've always refused to watch it. Wait, you've never seen it, Dean? No. Oh, my God, dude. Like, you, Dude, I love you, but, it, you know, if you weren't in Florida and I wasn't in Pennsylvania, I'd come right there and just punch you right in the mouth. Like, that's insane. You haven't seen that. You know, come on, man. That's a great flick. I'd rather you punch me square in the dick, okay? <laughs> I like my teeth. <laughs> you got a good smile, huh? No, dude, it's like if you – I know how much you enjoy Gladiator. It's like Gladiator set – you know, a couple hundred years later in, you know, Ireland and Northern Ireland, or I think it's Scotland, excuse me, Scotland. Like, dude, it's just amazing. Like the acting is great. This is before Mel Gibson went crazy too. It, it's a legit flick. You got to watch it. I'll give it a shot just for you, Johnny. I appreciate it, John. Um, my number two, Brooks from Shawshank Redemption. 
Um, there's nothing worse than seeing an old person by themselves. Um, this one was, hurt me the most, honestly. Th- this one, this one's tough, dude. I mean, he gets out of jail. He's got no idea. He feels so lost. Literally, spend his entire life in jail. Yeah, and he, and he, and he, you know, Brooks was here, and the only, you know, the camera pans down and and you just see him kick out the table. I mean, it's, it's brutal to watch. Um, I have nothing else to say other than, you know, Brooks is my two. RIP Brooks. All right. My number two, I don't know if it's more of my childhood or just, I mean, I, it didn't come out when I was a little kid. It was a little bit older. Um, but Mufasa and the Lion King, Gosh, that's sad if you're a little kid watching that. Dude, Dean Dean told me before he's never even seen it, which I thought was crazy. Christ, Dean, how many of these movies haven't you seen? Okay, first of all, I watched the opening scene in a film class, okay? (laughs) In college, I was um, not sober, (laughs) and I had a bag of that smart food, cheddar popcorn, white cheddar popcorn, I had a piece of pizza and a Gatorade, and after the opening scene, I woke up 45 minutes later with popcorn all over me, so uh, that was my shot to watch it, and I I failed. Yeah, I don't want to get into that a lot because everybody – I mean that's such like a, a big movie. Everybody really knows what happens. Like he just gets crushed by all the animals or whatever, but I do recommend – to watch the cartoon version over the live action. I'm not saying live action was bad, but cartoon is definitely way better in my opinion. Jedi, I haven't seen the live action one, but my wife did. And that was one of the first things she said to me too, was just cartoon over the live action, even though same storyline, same everything. Uh, it just, there's something about the cartoon that brings up, you know, the, the nostalgia of, of your childhood. Yeah, for sure. Are we back to me. No, no, I gotta go. I gotta go. Number two, and this one's a tearjerker, bros. Mrs. Gump, Sally Field, Forrest mm. Gump, dude. Everything she did for Forrest that entire freaking movie, from sleeping to the principal, to get him even into school, to all the life lessons she taught him. I mean, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. I mean, how many times has that been said throughout your life? I mean, what a great life lesson. Um, <laughs> you know, you kind of, you know pull this back in into everything you know if you could sum up this movie in the way sally fields uh dies in that you know it's fuck cancer you know that that's hearts on a deep level man a hundred percent i hate to laugh but the first thing that goes to mind when you said that was (laughs) 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 so great he's got i just is on too (laughs) your mom really cares about your schooling boy I just, I just, I don't know why. I think it's funny when he goes, Jenny. <laughs> I don't know why I think that's funny. Jen, Jenny's, Jenny's death should be on there. No, I hate that broad so much. I have it in honorable mentions that I'll say later after. Oh, get, get her the hell out of here. I have her and Bubba. <laughs> oh, all right. I'll give you Bubba, not dude. I'll give you Bubba. Spoil Jenny, anything. I, I can't stand me. Shrimp scampi, fried shrimp. <laughs> shrimp gumbo, barbecue Gino. shrimp, grilled Gino. shrimp. Gino. Do you know which first? That's pretty much all you can do is shrimp. <laughs> my number, my number one is 
is a clear cut uh, G baby from Hardball. Um, oh my god! I, it's it, it doesn't fool like look the 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 bullet in the little kid hurts, but oh. but Keanu Reeves' speech at the funeral with him hitting the game winning base hit, yes. like that in the semifinals, that's what gets you. That's what gets you, and 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 like there's not. When, when you're talking sports movies, Hardball's got to be up there. But my lord, that scene is brutal. Dude, I couldn't agree more, man. That thing – talk about pulling on your heartstrings, man. Like, like you said, anytime you see a little kid go down like that and the way it all happened. And, I mean, Keanu is just Keanu. And, you know, that really gets you, man. You know Michael B. Jordan is the kid in that too? Yeah, he's the gangster in it. What? Yeah, Michael B. Yeah, Jordan. I know. I didn't know that. Oh Jamal. I gotta, I gotta look that up. Yeah, he's Jamal. And and Kofi, his brother's holding him. And he's like, oh. we're all right. We're all right, G. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. oh, man. I can't do it, dude. I watched it on a YouTube clip the other day to show my girlfriend, and I <laughs> lost it. You're going to make me shed some tears here. Yeah, it was, it was a real tear jacket, dude. I couldn't stop it. <laughs> oh, it was bad. Uh, number one for me was on Dean's other list. I think it was your third, right? For most badass, yes. Yeah, Maximus. Oh my gosh, and <laughs> Maximus that, Decimus Radius. Yeah, that's just so sad. I mean, I under like it could go either way. I understand it, but like that's just like so like oh like I just like it's like it's he's opening the door to heaven and then he yep. sees. He sees his family, his kids running to him. He like can, he's yep. touching the wheat, walking through there. He's finally king after going through all that and everything. And honestly, you did, we didn't mention it before, but I don't know why, but I always thought like one of the better scenes in the movie is when um, I'm drawing a blank on the other guy's name on Commodus. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. What was his yeah, name? Commodus. Commodus. Yeah, and he goes, "Smile for me now, brother," and he stabs him in oh. the back. I don't know why. I just I, I like that scene. It's just like so like real to me. And then he goes out, gets in the fight or whatever. He's like literally half dead. Still he, his ass. He still kills him and slits his throat. Like amazing. It's like you said, it's one of the best movies of all time. It might be my number one. Uh, it's it's a great. It's my number one saddest death. Yeah, Dino that's okay. Even for a while. Remember our handshake brother. 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 Yeah, that grab, was, uh, grab the I, dude by the forearm. Yep. No, I couldn't. I couldn't agree more, man. That the whole thing, like the whole character arc in that too, from like what he should have been with what Commodus took from him, and then what you know Commodus takes his family, and he's got to start from, you know, from nothing, from being a, a slave and having to fight in there, and then holy cow, dude, the way he comes back and he finally gets Commodus, yeah, hundred percent, great movie, man, great movie. Uh, all right, Jedi, I'm going to go for my number one here and it's not a person, which may seem a little crazy to some of y'all. I'm going with Wilson, the volleyball from Castaway, you know, in order <laughs> well for said. Dude, Wilson, dude, in order for a sad movie death, it doesn't have to be a person. It can be a movement. It could be an object. There's so many awesome moments that that dude has with Wilson. He's literally stuck on a fucking island alone, 
and you know a blood imprint of his hand creates a little face and he puts little pineapple you know shaved pineapple hairs on him and he becomes his best bud um dude the way he loses him too at the end you know he decides he's finally going to leave the island and wilson just you know getting knocked off with a wave and just going out in the ocean he tries to go after him and get him and that scream like jed i just said wilson just oh my god dude that gets me the dude literally hasn't had human contact in years and he literally gives up at that point he just passes out on his little you know shanty raft that he's just floating in the middle of the pacific ocean with and you know the next scene he wakes up and the oil tanker finally comes by and he finally gets saved and you know it kind of makes you just feel about that sacrifice his best friend wilson had to make in order to get him uh to get him saved you know i i feel a little crazy that being my number one movie death not even being a person but holy shit wilson man that pulls to the heartstrings there's there's nothing like it- I don't even know what to say. It's you, you, he has to make a decision, his best friend or his life. Yep. Um, it's, it's Dude, brutal. It's, it's literally heartbreaking to see like all these other things that we've talked about, but like, holy crap, this thing's a fucking volleyball, but you know, that volleyball, man. Yeah. It's, it's brutal. My goodness. Yeah. We have a few, um, that I wrote down, for honorable mentions that didn't really make any of our lists, but let's hear it. Lists. Let's hear it but too. they were really hard not to put on. Mine personally was TJ from My Girl, My Girl, played by Macaulay Culkin. I don't know if you guys have ever, uh, ever seen that movie. He dies. Uh, he gets bee stung. Not to really get into all of these because we don't want to want to get this really long. Uh, Johnny and the Outsiders. That Ooh. was pretty sad. Uh, John in the Green Mile gets electrocuted, electrocuted at the end. Oh, Rue in the Hunger Ross. Games. God. Mm, yeah, Rue's a good one. Rue in the Hunger Games. Uh, we mentioned Bubba before and Forrest Gump. We don't want to mention Jenna because we don't want to make you mad. And I thought of one, uh, Ted. Even though he comes back to life, it's really sad at Fenway Park when he gets ripped open or whatever. <laughs> it's sad. <laughs> it's sad. <laughs> My, my my honorable mentions were, was Sam from I Am Legend, the dog, um, Lenny from Of Mice and Men, <laughs> and um, uh, Mike Murphy in uh, Lone Survivor. Which one's Mike Murphy? Taylor Kitsch. Oh, dude! The that's... one that's yeah, the one that sacrifices himself to go get the sat phone up. Dude, that one hurts. Yeah. Um, yeah, f- for sure. But I don't know why. Like, I think that w- the funniest movie is in, te- in Ted was when he was going, oh, yeah, we were playing Truth or Dare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you ever have sex with a girl from Boston? Hada, hada. Hada. Oh, we did that in a baseball field. <laughs> hada, hada. Oh, my God. All right, are we on, final, are we on final thought time? Because this is, this is a good one, boys. Not yet. One quick thing. If we missed any of uh thing. Any movies or any characters that may have died, not TV shows, movies, tune in for TV shows next time next week. But send us your top three. Let us know if we missed anything. And with that, Dean, what's your final thought? All right. Um, And bear with me, boys. Ready? Yeah. Farts. Yes. Human (laughs) flatulence actually contains a gas called hydrogen sulfide which makes farts stinky. 
<laughs> and it is a highly poisonous gas. However, there's so little of it that it isn't really toxic. It only smells bad. However, if you were to fart enough in an air-sealed room, you could the- theoretically kill yourself. <laughs> or just a couple of your thoughts, Dino. <laughs> Where did you find that information? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it came to my mind when I had Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, What'd you go with? Did you go burrito or bowl? No, nah, dude. Double, white rice, double chicken bowl. Uh, the hot sauce eats me up every time. Do you ever um, see when uh, Steve-O? Yeah, dude. Steve-O kept farting in the tube yeah. and then Preston was inside it. And he started oh, throwing, throwing up, dude. This is oh. disgusting. But let me, tell you, let me tell you something, dude. This is My order at, at Chipotle never changes. I literally turn to the dude after I tell him everything and I go, stuff as much cheese as you can in that bad boy. <laughs> Wait, do you go burrito or bowl? Bowl, dude. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all about the bowl train. Dude, you get a bowl, shake that thing up, yep. forget about it. Dude, forget you, know, you got to gotta try that uh, that pork, man. What pork? Dude, you got like a pulled pork. Oh, oh dude, yeah, so good. Nah, dude, there's a place in Florida that has pulled pork. I forget what it's called, but it's fire. I don't know what it's called. Uh, but that about wraps up this edition of major league talk we hope you enjoyed and dean in honor of jimmy see ya dino forgot one real quick so this is bonus footage right now ladies and gents dino who'd you forget for saddest death i can't believe i I, if i didn't do this my brother (laughs) would shoot me in the face tommy go get him tom harry stamper (laughs) armageddon no, Harry, it's my job. <laughs> you go look after my baby girl now. That's your job. Oh, Harry, I love you. I love you. I fucking love you, Harry. Oh, my God, dude. He, he calls Gracie at the end. And dude, oh, what a, my. What about what's he what's he give to Truman, bro? Oh, give this to Truman. <laughs> he rips off his his patch. Ah, oh, and at the end, right before he hits the button, the, the, the flashbacks through his life. Dude, the flashback, man. And, and he says, we win, Gracie. Oh. Well, dude, and you got Aerosmith playing too. Oh, my God, man. You want to talk about – I feel like I was like 12 years old the first time I ever saw that movie. And I was bawling, dude. I didn't even realize what it was going on. It was just so sad, man. Yeah, and, and, he's, and, and right before he says, I couldn't have done it without Chick – AKA oh. Coach Yost from from Remember the Titans. Yes, dude, Ned Yost, dude. Dude, like no, wait, that's wait, that's the Royals manager. Never. That's the, <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, what are you talking about? I did. It was one hundred percent Coach Yost, though. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know his first name. I just know him as Doc because Ber- oh, Bertier. <laughs> Gary Bertier. Oh, oh dude, Dean, how many did you miss? How can uh, you cannot replace a Gary Bertier <laughs> as a person, as a player? Ah, oh, dude, how, I don't even know. I mean, dude, fuck. Jedi, uh, we got to redo this episode. <laughs> like, does this have to be redone? Like, I don't know. Fallon kept that interview with Bradley. Co- oh, Bradley Cooper, Jackson, Maine. Oh, Jackson. Oh, my God, dude. All right, we'll leave it for the we fans. To, we'll leave it for the fans to send us back Fuck, their dude. thoughts then. Well, there you have it. 
Hope you guys enjoyed. We'll see you next time here on Major League Talk. See ya. <laughs> For the final time. Oh, my God.